Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kate, and I'm back. So today's topic is all about finance. We're talking about money and something that is so important to actually seeing financial growth and having stability in your finances. And that is your spending habit. Knowing what type of spender you are is so important. For a long time, I didn't really know about types of spenders. I didn't really think about you know, what kind of spender I was. My main focus in my finances has always been, as long as I don't owe anyone money, then I'm good. If I have the money, then I can buy it. But I've since learned that this is not always the case. Of course, it's great to be debt free, but at the same time, sometimes you can be in debt with yourself because you're overspending and not allowing yourself to meet the goals you wanna meet. So today I'm gonna be going through the three types of spenders which I have created. And this is something that I go through with my clients because I think it's very important in order for you to understand what type of spender you are, you know, the things that you tend to spend your money on and why. Understanding the why is key. Some of you listening to this, you may think, "Mm, I already know what kind of spender I am, but I want you to be open, I want you to be real with yourself and stay along with me in this video. Don't just be dipping in and out, okay? Stay with me until the end. Okay, so first type of spender. So I will describe what each spender is and then I will give you the titles at the end. So the first type of spender, okay, I know a lot of people <laughs> that match this type of spender. This this was not me, but at some times in my life, I can kind of dip in and out of this type of spender. So this type of spender is a kind of person that focuses more on price as opposed to quality. So if they see something that's cheap, they're on it. They're like, oh my gosh, this was only five pound. I need to buy it. I need this right now. So they tend to buy things based on the price as opposed to the quality. If the price is low and it's something they like or they think it's good or they think they need it, they may not necessarily actually need it, but in their head, they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing deal. It's two for one. It's buy one, get one free. And they just buy it. Now I will give you an example of this buy one, get one free before I go a little deeper. So a few weeks ago, I was shopping as you do, you know, buying some house supplies. And I saw two for one on some laundry detergent. Now what made me laugh was the fact that the two, it was like a double pack. So it was about, say $5.99, I could be wrong, I can't remember the exact, it was either $5.99 or $6.99, so let's say six or seven pounds. But if you actually bought them separately, the same thing, same size, two of them, you would have saved about two pounds. <laughs> now, if I was the kind of person that was like, oh my gosh, two for one, I've got to get it, and I didn't actually like look at it and calculate and think, does this even make sense? I would have ended up buying that double pack and spending more money as opposed to just buying them separately. And of course, I bought them separately because I needed to anyway. Um, so that's just a prime example of how sometimes, because we live in such a consumer society, we can easily just get caught. We get caught with these deals. We think we're saving money, but really we're not. We buy things we actually don't need. We think we're gonna use it. We think we're gonna wear it. And then it just stays there in your house collecting dust. Now it's one thing to buy things and not use it. It's another thing to buy, reuse, or to even sell it and then make some money. That way you can say that, you know what? That was an investment. But anyway, so going back to the first type of spender. So like I said, this person focuses a lot on price. They look at it being a low price, and if it's a low price, then they, they end up buying it. And as although this may seem like, yeah, this person's saving money, this person's very good with their money, they're not, because oftentimes when we buy things that are cheap, that are low quality, what happens is they break. And then we need to then replace it. So instead of paying a decent amount of money for the same thing that's gonna be good quality, that's gonna last us longer, which is what you want, you don't wanna buy something today and it breaks tomorrow. What's gonna happen is, even though you spent a lower amount initially you're going to end up spending more and forking out more money and then you're at a loss 
So this kind of person, like I say, they focus more on price as opposed to quality. And then what tends to happen is they end up wasting their money. They end up spending even more money. And also something I've noticed with this type of spender is they tend to be hoarders. Because they buy so many cheap things that it's like they just end up buying so much things that they don't need or never wear. So this type of spender is someone who is cheap. So if you match what I just said, then I have to break it to you guys. You are someone that's a little cheap, okay? There's nothing wrong with being cheap when it comes to buying something that's low price but good quality. This is what you want. You want something that's gonna be low price but it's gonna be good quality. Like for me, one of my favorite stores is Home Bargains. That's my that's my um, shop bay, okay? When it comes to buying my house supplies, cute little decor things for my house, I love it because it's cheap and it's good quality. A lot of my baking stuff I've got from there and I'm like, it's things that I know that I'll be able to keep a long time. So there's a difference between you going for something just based on the fact that it's a low price and you actually buying something that is gonna be low price and good quality. This is what you need to look out for. So if you're someone that identified, oh, Peter K, that was me, I'm the cheap one. I'm always looking at the price and sometimes I don't pay attention to the quality. It's like the classic, you buy a top, it was cheap, it looks cute. You wash it one time and the color faded. Now that is an L, that's a loss. You know that you're not gonna be able to wear that top that much because the color's rubbed out and it's very obvious and you're not gonna feel comfortable wearing it. So it's so much better when you are shopping that you look for a decent price, low, if it's low, amen, great, but good quality because that way you're not gonna be having to rebuy the same thing again and spending more money. Next type of spender, are you ready for it? So this type of person, I will describe and then I'll give you the name. This kind of person is very emotion-based when it comes to their spending. If they see something and it makes them feel good, it makes them look good, it just, they can already imagine themselves in the light and as the light hits and they take that picture like that and they just look amazing, they're all ready to buy it. Whenever this person buys, they don't think about, hmm, do I actually need what I'm buying or am I just buying this because you know it looks cute and I can already imagine it in the corner of my house now this type of spender of course everyone is different maybe this person they like spending their money on makeup food clothes um house items games cars you know big things this can span across lots of different things but the key is that the person spends on emotion they spend on how that product that service makes them feel as opposed to what they actually need and this is very dangerous because it's very easy for you to get caught out and if you're this kind of spender what tends to happen is if you're feeling low if you're feeling happy a lot of these people are payday spenders on the day they get paid now this is the kind of spender i was i would dream of payday Okay. I would already have planned out what I'm going to buy, where I'm going to go with my friends, you know, the things I wanted to do with my money. And what would happen is as soon as payday hits, listen, I already planned out every single last penny of my salary. And then what would happen is I'd buy all these things based on emotion, based on impulse, which leads me to this type of spender and this type of buyer. This is an impulse buyer. And a lot of these types of spenders tend to be in debt because they buy based on impulse. They don't rationalize when they buy things or they rationale. It's not really rationale, if you know what I mean. Because what happens is like a lot of these people, they spend based on emotion. If they're feeling sad, they go for some retail therapy. If they're feeling happy, let's celebrate, let me dream myself. You know, and then what happens is you end up spending money that yes, you may have, but it's putting you at a loss and it's not allowing you to meet the finance goals that you wanna meet. And for me, this is what happened. If I look back at all the money that I have spent, considering I've been working from about 
maybe my late 16 to 17 at least by 17 i started working part-time and full-time when i was about 21 i think i can't remember no 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 20, 19 or 20 i started working full-time now the problem was if i had actually managed my money properly i would have had a lot of money to the side because i did not have um a lot of responsibilities only thing i paid was my phone bill and i contributed like 200 pounds to the house which was nothing you know i still had at least 80 percent of my salary but I did not manage my money properly and I carried this bad habit into marriage. And when we got married and I got my, um, my last management, my last management job, which I have left, I, we were earning the most we've ever earned. I've seen money that I've never seen in my life. But the problem was that I wasn't managing it properly. You know, the potential of what I could have put aside didn't happen because I didn't have control. I carried across those bad habits into my marriage and the problem was like i said i ha always had the habit of not the habit but the idea that as long as i'm not in debt i'm good do you know what i mean as long as i can save a little bit we are good it's okay but the problem was i limited myself because i could have saved a lot more but we didn't because there wasn't really a proper like handle and control over the finances tracking where our money's going and that's like i said this is what i realized being someone that's an impulse buyer an impulse spender what happens is you look at your account you see the money and you think great i have the money so i can spend it but that's not always the case one thing i always say to my clients is if you cannot afford to buy that thing today and long term the next one month two months three months you're not going to feel the effect of that purchase you can't afford it right now so what's the point of you booking this amazing holiday? You're gonna go on the holiday for two weeks, feel great, stay in a nice hotel, eat nice food, get some, catch some sun, and then you're gonna come back and be depressed because you can't pay your bills. Or you've got this huge interest racking up on your credit card because you use your credit card to pay for the holiday, well knowing that you didn't have enough money to then offset what you have paid on your credit card. So it's very important if you know that, if you recognize you're someone that's an impulse buyer, you need to know what your weaknesses are. What are the things that call your attention? What are the things that tempt you that you look at and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta get that. For some people it's jewelry. For some people it's not even things that are necessarily like luxuries. It may be like courses. Maybe you're the kind of person, you are addicted to courses. You take all these courses and you never do anything with them. Taking a course is it's an investment but if you don't do anything with the knowledge that you gain from the course you just wasted your money so if you're that kind of person you're addicted you're always doing this course today you're a baker tomorrow you're a makeup artist on friday you're gonna start doing nails you're gonna start doing lashes but you don't actually follow through with the investment you have made then you're wasting your money there's actually no point in you doing that so if you're gonna spend your money on certain things always see it as an investment always see what can i get out of what i'm actually buying even if for example you're buying makeup it's an investment in yourself you know for you to feel more confident for you to look good you know for you to enhance your beauty but if you buy things you don't use it's just in your house collecting dust you're an L because sometimes what can even happen is you buy something and it has an expiry date <laughs> so by the time you realize oh my gosh I've not actually used this thing that I bought now this happens a lot with food when I think back 
to a couple of months ago the amount of food I have wasted it makes me so mad at myself because I'd go food shopping I wouldn't really I never really had a list to be honest I only started making lists now and actually sticking to them in the last let's say three months or so and I would say that this has been so helpful because it's allowed me to not have to waste any food even when I cook now I'm like listen I'm gonna make less because I want to make sure that it's all eaten because I'm a bit picky in the sense that if I have something today I don't really want to be having it three days in the week okay I can have it today tomorrow but that's probably my maximum even if it's something that's really yummy um, so I know now that I need to make less because I don't want to waste my food or what I do is I just put things in the freezer so I've still got some lasagna I made a couple of weeks back and I know like the other day I had it for my lunch it was delicious so what you can do if you're the kind of person you're an impulse buyer but you spend a lot of money on food or you're even someone that's cheap and you end up buying a lot of food you know your weekly food shop you spend way more money than you actually need to for your household then what you can do with certain things put them in the freezer if you've got fruit and you see oh this fruit's about to go up off chop it up put it in your freezer you can use it to make smoothies um you can do so much with it so that's one thing that that's a tip i'd give you to help you to save money and also to minimize those bad habits now coming to the last spender now this kind of person is someone that of course everyone spends we're all different spenders some spend less some spend more but this kind of person they recognize the value of their money they're the kind of person that they do buy luxury items but for them they need to ensure that they've actually got the money they can afford that them buying the item is not going to put them out of pocket so that let's say for example something unexpected happens something breaks they know they're still going to be able to have a reserve or some some or some sort of savings to pay for that emergency thing that popped up so that person they're quite responsible you know they do buy themselves solitary items they recognize the fact that you know what i do need to i do need to treat myself sometimes because that's very important that's something i always encourage my clients you do need to treat yourself but okay but i'll say but again this is not a repeat yet yeah, but <laughs> there needs to be boundaries with your treat me it's not everyday treat me okay you need to have limits you know what you, you need to know what you can actually afford that's not gonna put you out of pocket or at a loss and be disciplined in that discipline is one of the key things no one likes to hear the word it's not pleasant to the ears it's not fun but it's key it's key to anything in life if you want to have a good marriage there needs to be a level of discipline if you want to raise your children in the right way discipline is very important if you want to be healthy discipline is key and a lot of us we ain't got it <laughs> or we only have it with certain things so like i said this kind of person they're more responsible you know um like i said whenever they're buying things they focus a lot on quality and they also look at the price so they want to get the best for their money this is the kind of spender that everybody needs to aspire to be like and this is someone that is frugal now frugal does not mean cheap and this is the kind of spender that i would say i have become over the course of the last two to three months i've really become since leaving my job i've recognized that i need to be more frugal because yes we do have reserves you know it would be good for a couple of months without me having a job but I don't want it to be a strain and I don't want it to hold me back from goals that we have so I've recognized I need to be frugal I need to be more in control of our finances knowing where our money is going and it's really funny because 
doing all of those things, making those changes in my own life has propelled me to what I'm doing now in financial coaching. And honestly, I absolutely love it. Having found my passion, having found something that combines my love of numbers and, and spreadsheets and, you know, strategy, strategies. I love creating strategies. I love seeing them actually working. You know, for me, combining that with my love of helping people, you know, to fulfill their potential, I can honestly say that this past five weeks has been amazing. I've been able to help a lot of clients, a lot of people, you know, to really change their way of thinking, to believing as well, because a lot of my clients, they didn't believe that they could come out of the situation that they're in. A lot of them, they didn't believe that, you know, they could save and saving, don't sleep on savings, okay? A lot of you guys are like, yeah, passive income, money when you sleep, and that's great, it's important. I too invest in passive income, but the problem is if you're so focused on passive income, passive income, but you don't know how to manage your money, you could be making tens of thousands, millions in passive income, but if you don't know how to manage your money, you're still gonna be that payday cycle kind of person, that you're always in the same cycle, you have money, and as soon as it comes, that's as soon as it goes, and that's what, you don't want who wants that it's like you're stunting everything looks good on the outside you've got a nice house yeah i got my mortgage but really you're struggling to make those payments or you make the payments and then it's like you're just waiting again to be paid to make your next payment so it's very important discipline knowing yourself is key you need to know what kind of spender i am and you know what you can alternate between this maybe you're someone that's a mix of frugal and sometimes you can be a bit impulsive at the same time when it comes to certain things. Maybe you're frugal when it comes to your bills, when it comes to making big financial purchases. But when it comes to those little things, for example, food, you see some nice cakes and chocolates, you can get impulsive. So it's very important for you to know what are the things that tempt me? What are the things that I spend most of my money on? And now what I mean by this, I don't mean bills because bills, you should pay your bills, okay? And on time, not late, not missing payments, but um, the little things that you spend money on. Sometimes you may, for example, every single day, you go to this cafe and you spend five pounds, you spend 10 pounds. Now that seems small, but if you're someone that says, oh yeah, I can't afford to save, but every single day you're going to this cafe and spending five pounds. Now listen, if you do that five days a week, that's 25 pounds that you could have saved that week. If you do that by a month, that is a hundred pounds you could have saved. So now if you do those calculations, you can see that you could save something, but you're not because you're mismanaging your money. You're putting your money where you don't need to be putting it right now. Um, so yeah, so just to summarize, the three types of spenders that I have come up with are cheap, impulsive and frugal and it's very possible i was someone who was very impulsive with my money i was response i wasn't completely like i was responsible for certain things but looking back through my credit score my credit history one thing that i saw when it came to my spending is that those i was that um what do you call it i was that overdraft i'm not even gonna edit this i lost my train of thought but yeah i was that overdraft to overdraft person it's not that what I was earning wasn't enough. Of course, you couldn't tell me that. Then I was like, yeah, man, I'm just not earning enough. You know, my money don't match the lifestyle I wanna have and all of that stuff. But the problem was me, I would get paid and bear in mind, I had minimal responsibility. All I had to do was pay my phone bill on time and contribute to the rent and my part was very small. 
but what I would do is I'd just be spending I didn't really check my account I would only check so that I don't get declined and because I had overdraft I had like a 350 pounds overdraft I would use it best believe when I was going back and I was looking through um, my spending history my credit history I would see that you know 290 pounds 300 346 and I would always pay it back so it was like a short term short term loan but the problem was all of those 350s I was given to the bank could have been saving those 350s because there was a time it was almost like an every month thing now i don't even want to do the calculations because it's gonna make me cry but it just goes to show that as i said you need to know the kind of spender you are you need to know what your weaknesses are maybe your weakness is skincare maybe your weakness is car make cars maybe your weakness is going on trips going to restaurants if that's your weakness then set a budget for yourself okay this is how much i can afford to spend on this thing once i hit this budget this place ain't seen me this plate this app can get deleted because i'm not gonna look at it you have to know and you know what it's so important for you to know what are your finance goals what you actually want for your life a lot of people they daydream oh yeah i want to do this i want to buy my house i want to buy a car or whatever it is or i want financial stability forgetting the the physical tangible things maybe you want financial stability but one of the key things in having financial stability is having a plan a clear plan and also having the willingness to do what it takes being disciplined trust me when it comes to financial stability and financial growth discipline is key you will you i will if you think that it's not important then please find me someone who's financially successful that is thriving in their finances that lacks discipline trust me okay yes is key don't think oh there's a shortcut oh i don't need discipline i just need some more money no because you can earn a million pounds every single month but if you don't have to manage that million pounds trust me you'll go from millionaire to zillionaire okay very quickly as you can see through lottery examples they get rich quick amen amazing and then before you realize it within a year they're already broke even broker than they were before because if you don't know how to manage what you have now it doesn't matter how much more money comes into your hands it's gonna come quick and it's gonna go real quick so you need to invest in discipline you need to invest in knowing yourself knowing what time of type of spender you are knowing what are the things that you spend your money on actually auditing your finances looking through your transactions seeing where you're spending your money each month and also knowing what is your income to expense ratio this is very very important how much income do you have versus the amount of expenses you have to commit to in terms of the key things the things that you have your direct debits for your standard orders for your debts you need to pay every month knowing what those expenses are is key but i will speak a little bit more about income ratio very very soon it'll probably be on my instagram so if you're not already following me on instagram it is pkg underscore 995 so make sure you do follow my instagram and check out my posts i'm always dropping some financial gems on there or, or a couple of relationship stuff on there too and one thing i'll say before i wrap up this podcast is listen like i said know your weakness if you don't know your weakness you cannot combat it so know what your weaknesses are know what those things are that tempt you that look good that make you feel good that make you think yeah i need this because sometimes what you need in your head is not really what you need in reality and also whenever you spend always remember this this is something i drill into my clients whenever you spend you have to think of your essentials first and luxuries later a lot of people they think of the luxuries first they think of that cute gucci belt but then they forget that they need food in their cupboards then they forget 
forget that their children need new clothes. So it's very important for you to always think of your essential purchases first, your essential financial commitments first. So that's paying your bills on time. A lot of people have bad credit just because they don't pay their bills on time. They're always paying late or paying less than they should be paying. So it's important for you to always think of your essential purchases first. Once you've got that covered, then you can start thinking about treating yourself, but always ensuring that you're putting money aside. If there's one thing this situation, this coronavirus has taught us is that you need to be financially prepared. You need to have reserves. Having a good job is not enough because you can quickly lose it. There's a lot of people, unfortunately, that will be made redundant during this time. And if you are someone that you were not putting money aside, you're going to get caught slipping. So guys, that is all I have to say to you guys today. I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you want to know a bit more about my financial coaching services, guys, head over to thepearlsandperils.com. So that's www.pearlsandperils.com. I will also leave it in the description below. And yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to being able to help you guys on your financial journey because my mission and my aim is to help you to stop surviving and to start thriving in your finances. This is so key. You know, finances affects us in all the areas of our life. It affects our mental health. It affects our relationships. Oh my goodness. How many relationships have broken down because of issues surrounding finances, whether it's a lack of money or how money is mismanaged. So guys, have a great day. Have a great week and I'm gonna be back with you guys very very soon speaking more on finance topics if there's anything you'd like me to cover that I've not covered just yet then do let me know drop me an email at thepearlsandperls.gmail.com or just simply send me a dm on instagram it's easier so yeah just do that and I hope you enjoy this podcast if you're not already subscribed to my channel whether you're listening on mixcloud or you're listening on soundcloud or you're listening at any of the clouds or listening on spotify make sure that you follow my channel so that you can stay up to date with my podcast have a great day guys and make sure you manage your money and don't allow your money to manage you